Welcome everyone, James Smith Grattan, Never Ending Becoming. I've realized that I should definitely start vocalizing my name. James to instantly provide the I'm not AI type feeling. I've let Jesus take the wheel in the past, and undoubtedly, ChatGPT James will get a crack at it soon in the future. That's probably three to seven year months. Three to seven of your upcoming months here away. It will be quite soon. Our best movies and TV shows right now are all about being really good at, well, shooting people. Hot shot hitmen. Watching John Wick 4 and catching up on episodes of Barry pretty much require you to eventually at some point look down at your hands and wonder, am I too the ultimate soldier? We need to come up with some movies that actually help prevent death. Something that's got a little bit less of the old bang bang. You know what I'm saying? Why am I putting this on you? I need to write this. I need to sit down at the old typewriter, cup of coffee, couple butter biscuits, maybe a essential oil diffuser with spearmint, develop a nicotine addiction like all the great writers. Of course, three to 15 philodendrons, depending on the genre I'm writing. You just bang out a couple quick screenplays. Something that matches up to the modern Marvel movie. I'm not sure people are up for the cinematic challenge. Trying to make, I don't know, a well-worded argument as entertaining as the spurting of blood. To get the ball rolling, I've already created three movie ideas. A goofy buddy comedy where one dude convinces another dude to go to a local bar and meet a woman who understands him, thus preventing him from driving out of state to buy himself a handgun. It's called Girl Before the Gun. We just have to glorify the thing we want to take place of these current hit, hit movies. These hit, you get it. Now here's movie number two, which is also kind of a Glock buck. A down-to-earth Midwest mayor in the year 1942 convinces his town's residents to melt down their weapons, recasting them into farming equipment that they will then all use to make more food for the war effort. It's called How Sword Got Her Plowshares Back. Or how about a Netflix series where a wife, a cheating wife, is able to talk her husband that catches her cheating into then joining her and having a three-way with say this like hot dude she's hooking up with from her orange theory class. You know, normally the husband would find um, jealous rage, chop him up, turn him into chili, maybe eat them would be a modern take. But no, let's, let's go post ultra super modern. Let's have that husband maybe join. You know, maybe Papa's a little horny and a lot on the spectrum. It could be called Make Love, Not War. As you're probably noticing at this point, war will be included in a lot of the titles. It's quite unfortunate as I do want to advocate for peace, but I also understand search engine optimization and I'm here to play the game. So please bear with us. Needless to say, I'm getting pretty excited to dictate the next great American movie into some sort of soulless AI video rendering program. Just seems more efficient. I mean, uh, don't have to get interrupted about some inane technical problem by the sound guy. Don't have to ask some emotional basket case of an actor to say a line a little bit faster. Don't have to scream your head off at the food service crafty for not stocking fresh bergamot oil to add to your valerian tea. 
What am I, fucking caveman? Just coffee, tea, select soft drinks. Next you're gonna tell me the coffee machine's out, I'm gonna have to snort the beans myself. You gotta set a standard for yourself, people. Otherwise, people are gonna set the standards for you. Really, I just love film. That's what I was inching toward there when I was recollecting, chastising an hourly employee over gourmet oil. I do have the receipts to prove this love of film. Letterboxd account and everything. Obviously self-reported user data, but I've been enjoying the process. I think other people should get on it as well. Possibly even consider using it as a supplemental form of healthcare. Start entering anytime you watch something. Understand what kind of route you have yourself on. If the last 40% of things maybe you watched were made by Wes Craven, you're going somewhere. If 50% of the stuff is made by Jay Roach, you're going somewhere. Needless to say, 100% of the stuff is Stanley Kubrick and maybe just two or three of his most weird and depraved movies over and over. You're going somewhere. Do I in fact understand the comical nature of discussing movies, which is a majority widescreen format in a newly vertical podcast frame? Wait, this is a podcast. It's just good to be back at it. Spring's a time where a lot of people are back at it, out there getting it, getting a little sun, you know, maybe a little sun just on that part of the nose. Maybe you wore the hat and glasses though. Maybe you just got a little burn in the back of the neck. You love it though. You want to burn. At least once a year to remember you can. Feeling the danger of mother nature's warm glow. Or maybe you don't burn. I am trying to be a better sunscreen person. So you could be doing the same for yourself. What is your minute threshold though for putting on sunscreen? Like do you have to do it for five minutes? Go out to get the mail around noon? Sunscreen? Trip and fall around your front door frame and spill out into the world? Sunscreen? Get in a fight with your wife? Sleep in the backyard? Maybe in a sleeping bag under a makeshift tent made out of a tarp you put over two chairs There's an opening on the end that lets sun in in the morning? Sunscreen? At what point are we trying to play God here, people? Another question that you may be currently trying to ask yourself, what is this podcast even about? Stop being such a topic freak, people. Spilling my heart out on camera here and yeah, occasionally shooting the breeze. It's not easy. Let it happen. Let it happen. It's a good song. I did riff on the concept that media moves people and people are the ones that make the media. Wick, Tucker, Biden, Barry, Sleepy Gary, all scribed by sapiens. Undoubtedly raised by imperfect people in a complex and adaptive world. Clock is a sieve, you end up with powerful parts of a whole. Did you catch all that? Maybe not, but damn it, had some fun. On that, John Wick is an ass, ass in. Barry, Barry Berkman, as much as I hate to say it, is an ass, ass in. I really have been loving the HBO show Barry, about a hitman turned actor. I feel like it's being released at the end of an era though. With venture capitalists, you don't even need hitmen anymore. You're still gonna need 
the hits, but it's the men that can be left out of this equation. I'm supposed to trust some human hitman that probably skipped lunch because he's a depressed alcoholic mess that may be stopping at 7-Eleven and get a hot dog to hold himself over while I'm paying him for a job. Possibly dropping his gun and maybe a photo of the person I'm trying to take out. Why would I want to pay some Neanderthal to shoot my enemy if I could just reprogram the guy's phone to make him want to shoot himself? We already have these tech companies ending lives at scale. It's an exciting time. Facebook has been the grim reaper of a lot of relationships over the past decade and Apple's green text bubbles is the modern version of a blacklist, right? Forget using ChatGPT to write better Instagram captions to increase your user engagement. This country has enemies. Let's put our great minds to work. All 12 to 15 of them. Maybe you think it's crazy to talk about using generative AI to convince a man to kill himself. But what seems like a better career choice now? If you still want to become a hitman after all this, why not just go full period piece and learn metallurgy or horseshoeing. All those jobs will seem about as useful when I'm prompting my enemy's phone to gaslight him to death in a few short years. Today's TLDR, you know you shouldn't be doing a job if you get called an ass twice in your job title. That makes you king of ass mountain.